Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Training Out Podcast. Yay! <laughs> uh, we're recording this on the Boxing Day, uh, so we haven't. Well, we didn't tell everyone this, but uh, Merry Christmas! But Yay. by the time this comes out, Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. How is the? Why is it called the Boxing Day? I don't know. Uh, is it the day that they open the boxes? On the day after Christmas, the boxes were broken open and their contents distributed among the poor. Around what? Among the poor. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, so there was this, uh, I don't know, something open boxes. Do you wanna talk about uh, how you saved the pigeon yesterday? Yeah. Okay. So yesterday we went out. It was Christmas, especially. Yeah, it was a Christmas miracle. Um, no, yesterday we went out to grab breakfast. <laughs> Do you really wanted a yum cha when we got up? Um, late yesterday morning and so he looked up this nearby Yamcha place which said on Google Maps was open I kept telling him it's not going to be open or, or like at least we should call in to check um, but he insisted that Chinese people do not close on Christmas <laughs> Day and so we went and well guess what they were closed so yeah we didn't end up getting Yamcha but when we were coming after we come down um, so we had breakfast somewhere else, uh, which had terrible Shanghainese food that Tiangyu was not impressed about and will not and refuses to call it Shanghainese food. It's not Shanghainese food. <laughs> and I call after, it survival food. Okay, survival breakfast. After our survival food breakfast, we um, were walking back to the car park and we saw a juvenile pigeon on just a shopping trolley sitting outside um, the shopping center, one of the shopping center entrances. And... Um, yeah, there was no one around, no other pigeons around. We waited around to, we waited for a little bit to see if the pigeon uh, will fly away by itself, or uh, maybe other pigeons will come and help it. But <laughs> what do you think the other pigeons would do? Oh, <laughs> feeding <sometimes> medications? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes um, the parent pigeon, the mom pigeon, will come and encourage the kid to get back to the nest. Like, okay. because it was a juvenile pigeon, um, I think maybe it just fell out of the nest, like, by itself and it looks couldn't go back. It looks pretty big to be a baby. It, it looks like a teenage Yeah, it's a pigeon. teenage. But when I looked it up, um, according to the internet, p baby pigeons grow really quickly. Like, in a relatively short amount of time, it will get up to the size of its parents. But at this stage, the feathers and flying skills have not yet developed enough to be able to fly properly. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so teenage pigeons are like this uh, very awkward phase where they are as they look as big as their parents, as the adult pigeons, but they can't fly or look after themselves at all. And actually, for this uh, age of the pigeons, um, the parents still have to feed them manually if that makes sense really? so like yeah so actually shell food down their throats um they cannot oh. eat by themselves yet even okay. though they look as big as their parents okay. i found this on the internet and that's why i got really worried um because it said that in order to look after if you want to care for a injured juvenile pigeon that you have saved you have to actually get uh one of those like syringe needles and you have to open their mouth and put the uh, actually put the food down their throat um okay so getting a bit carried away so this so this uh, baby pigeon was sitting on the 
kind of like the handle of the trolley. It, mm-hmm. it was literally just the Coles shopping trolley, and um, the pigeon was kind of bald, uh, <laughs> especially <laughs> on his head. Yeah, which was another sign that I think is just underdeveloped. It's not. Its full like feather coat has not come through yet, um, and it's also got some of the baby hairs still poking out. Okay. Do, do you remember? Yes, like it's that, like yellow, the yellow ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, little tiny yellow baby hairs still poking out everywhere, including on. And the head. pigeon, um, I remember it had unexpectedly long peak. Beak, right? Yeah, beak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The reason why it looks longer. So I also found this when I looked up photos of other like juvenile pigeons, and it's just because the entire like the feathers on their neck and their head develop slower than the feathers on their body. Apparently, I think so. From a lot of like teenage pigeon photos, the beak always look a bit bigger, just because the top part of their face doesn't have enough fluff yet. So yeah, so it looks like it's very like protruding out of its face, but actually just because the face hasn't got enough uh f- like feathers on on the face okay. and head top of the head yet. Right. Yeah. If you look up on Google Images, <laughs> you'll see what I mean. Um. So yeah, so it was definitely young, and also when it lifted its wings, we can still see like under the wings as well. It was like kind of bold and still. Growing, yeah, growing its feathers out, and it could not fly <laughs> very well at all. Actually, it was like very scared. Um, so we tried to see if the pigeon can fly by like very gently pushing on the trolley to see if the pigeon will just fly away and then maybe we'll just leave it alone. Um, but the pigeon couldn't fly. So when we got close, um, it just it just hopped onto the ground and it, it could only walk around basically. And another thing that um, made me think that it was injured was its claws. Did you notice how the end of all of its claws were like very dirty and crooked and like clumpy? Yeah, um, yeah which is I think like another sign that maybe the pigeon was like trying to fly up and grab onto things, and but it's not. It's not working, like, cause it can't fly and can't hold its body up, or maybe it's just like not being looked after properly, and it's just very dirty, and like got some infections or injuries there. Mm, not um, sure. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, we we're not sure, but I'm just putting my hypothesis out there, and yeah, the pigeon was also um very a little bit. I would say quite droopy. Um, usually birds during daytime they don't just uh sit and sleep. Um, like if you see a bird during the day and it's just um, resting somewhere, it should have its eyes open. It should be quite alert. But actually, the baby pigeon we saw was sitting, um, like kind of like kneeling down on the on the handle of the trolley, and its eyes were closing. Which um yeah, it's another sign that the pigeon could be sick. Um, so and very conveniently <laughs> in the trolley was a. Uh, a wine box. Um, someone just bought wine and left the box there, or drank the wine. I don't know. Uh, so I decided to try and get the pigeon into the box, and I wanted to bring it to the vet. But Tiangyu was freaking out. Did you want to talk about why you yeah, were freaking out? Because it was Christmas. Even the Yamcha place not open. Why? You, <laughs> I don't. I don't think any vet place were, were open. Yeah, but and um, but why did you not think we could help help him, or was it just I your th- fear for birds? Okay, so I'm scared of birds first of all. I think and you're most scared of pigeons. Yeah, I'm really scared of pigeons. Why? 
there was once when I was I don't know I'm not I don't know why I scared pigeons. I like it's because like when, you when think I was young, dirty or something. They are dirty yeah. for me. And um, when I was young, I was feeding pigeons with corn, mm. and all the pigeons looked like I like all the pigeons know that I got corn, and they basically basically robbed me. And <laughs> yeah, and that was when I was really young. And in year eleven, I was having macas outside, <laughs> at McDonald's for other people <laughs> listening yeah. macas. And um, macas is the Aussie slang yeah. for McDonald's. And I was eating outside with the tray, mm. and a pigeon started walking to me, and he was looking at the fries, and I don't, I didn't Delicious. stop it. One pigeon's. I don't. I don't want to push it away. How do I? I don't want to touch it. You can like fan. You can just wave your hands around. I tried. It didn't work. They were very okay. Australian pigeons are very, very Australian not scared of humans. Australian birds in general. I yeah, think. Australian birds are not scared of humans at yeah. all. And they just keep cre- cre- like creeping in on me. And one pigeon got into into my comfort bubble zone, and <laughs> and soon the like two more, and then three more, and a bunch of pigeons then just start. Robbing the fries and I, then my fries got robbed by the pigeons. <laughs> I don't like pigeons. Okay, so just a lot of bad memories. Yes. Okay. Um, and plus, um, even if I, if even if we wanted to help the bird, I don't really know how we can help the bird. Mm, okay. Like if we put it on the balcony, and we feed it food and water, sure. And and then what? <laughs> mm. Like I didn't really see a point of us interfering. Inter- intervene the natural process of a pigeon birth and death <laughs> no, but that was me okay especially that um because it's boxing day uh, because it was because it was a holiday christmas holiday and i would think that most of the vets would be you know having holiday wow close. okay we're gonna talk about how to properly help wildlife even though it's urban wildlife um so i got the bird in the box and it was actually very good would you say like very yeah. well behaved? Also, another mm. thing is that if we were because the wine box, it was not a closed lid wine box. It yeah. was an open lid wine box. Because it would be very scared if you don't and show. Um, you have to let the bird to be able to see around, otherwise it will freak out. And if I put the bird into the car, what if it flies? <laughs> yeah, you just had all of these fears. Whereas I, I, my attitude was more like, I'm just gonna try to help it as much as I can, no matter what. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um so yeah it, after it got in the box though it actually behaved very very well mm. it did not step out of the box even once it did not even try to get out of the box um it kind of like just saw it as its um safety um uh, safety heaven safety nest and so it, w- it stayed in the box we put it in the car um drove it home put it on the balcony um and how did <laughs> do you want to talk about how pepper reacted Pepper didn't really see it. Yeah, initially because I was holding the yeah. box very high. And if we like when we put it to the balcony, Pepper was keep looking into the box. Yeah, she definitely saw the bird, saw the pigeon after I pulled the box down. Mm. Uh, but she, we had this barrier. We had um, the door between uh, the house and the balcony, so Pepper was just staring, like glaring at the bird, and the bird just kept creeping into the inside of the box. Really? But it was a tiny box. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because after I turned the box around and after I just like shooed Pepper away, um, the bird was like a lot more comfortable of coming closer to the entrance um, to get more air, I, I'm assuming. Um, 
But luckily, it was also a warm day, so we didn't actually need to do any extra heating or any of that, which would be important if you're trying to save any wildlife in the winter times.、Uh, you probably need some sort of like heating system, heat hot water packs or some blankets or something to keep the animal warm, especially for an injured animal. But it was good, warm and sunny yesterday,、uh, so we let it sit on the balcony for a while because we had our other things to do.、Um, mostly, we took a nap, <laughs> but <laughs> but but also at the time, I also didn't really know what to do. I didn't know what the next step would be.、Um, but after、um, no, we gave us some water and bread. Yeah. Yeah, which I later found out that you're actually not supposed to provide food,、uh, because some animals,、um, especially for injured wildlife animals, it's been shown that giving food, like eating after it's been shocked and being in the you know injured, confused state,、um, can actually kill the animal. So you should not. That's not what I searched. Um, I I found that information on the wildlife、okay. uh, website, and also when I called, they told me not to feed. Yeah, they、okay. they just told me to give water. Okay. Yeah. And yeah.、Um, the ones that I looked is like give water, and after only giving、mm. water, then give food. Yeah. And when you when the animal or or when the bird is not eating the food, then you gotta call call someone basically. Yeah, because okay, yeah, yeah,、Pigeons、which makes burn, sense. Burn energy quite fast. It、and、makes sense because if they don't constantly feed, that that they, they're gonna starve. <laughs> um, I feel like most animals are quite tough. No, but it makes sense for the trying to feed, uh, for pigeons because I think okay. So I think specifically you didn't really look up injured animals. I looked up injured animals because it was it was it was said to give water first and then give food. Yeah, so giving water first is the important thing.、Okay. Like you should not try to give food if you're not sure how much to give, what to give, etc.、Mm. So that's another reason why you shouldn't try to give food.、Mm. Um, mm. Uh, so yeah, just as a general rule, just don't give food and ask for professional advice before giving food.、Mm. But water is generally okay.、Uh, every animal can drink water and needs water, so、um, you can always just put a little bowl there, and the and the bird should be able to drink by itself. What did I want to add? Oh, another thing is,、um, like if you give food and it's not able to eat by itself, sometimes that's another sign that you need professional help, which was the case for us. So even though we gave it some bread, it actually could could not eat by itself again because it was a baby pigeon. It actually didn't know how to feed itself. Okay. Yeah. So it just stepped on the bread and just like only,、um, I think it only took some water, but. It recovered quite well after、mm. we left it in the box for a little bit, which I think was the good thing to do. Like if we were trying to hectically look for a vet,、um, put it in the car again, and try to find vet, etc. Like that probably would have dehydrated the pigeon even further.、Um, but by letting it rest for a bit and have some water, it's it opened its eyes. It stopped being droopy, and so it was like. I think it was in slightly better state when we、um, made the next steps, which was so in Sydney. I think there were two places that you can contact.、Uh, we'll put the links below. But the place I contacted was just—it's、um, literally like the first thing I looked up. While first thing that came up when I looked up wildlife rescue Sydney, and so in whatever area you are in, there should. Um, there's usually some sort of wildlife rescue group 
um, local locally. And you can contact them. They are usually 24-7 group. So that's why there was someone on the end of the line when I called, even though it was Christmas Day, which I was so, so thankful of. Um, I was surprised too. Yeah, well, I wasn't actually surprised because I know like a lot of people are very dedicated to saving wildlife like this. It's kind of like the emergency, but it's kind of like the human hospital emergency, which will, you know, there's always some people working on the holidays just mm. for for these pu- purposes, right, for emergencies. Um, so I called them and immediately someone picked up, asked me the general, um, some general questions, uh, advised me to give water and leave it in the box, uh, which they said, like, I did the right thing. Um, and also they just took down my details, which included my um, address, my name, my phone number. And they posted that on uh, like a, a rescue blog as well as a like a Facebook group specifically for saving birds. Um, I'm assuming like it depends on depending on what animal that you rescued, they will be able to uh, reach reach out, help you reach out to people who uh, specialize in that area in that animal um, saving uh, work and so pretty much immediately after the call I got a text so now so this is around like 4 p.m in the afternoon now by this time after my call and pretty much immediately I got a text telling me that um, you can I can bring the bird to a nearby vet uh, which are open and they close at five and they said this is probably uh, faster than waiting for someone to come again because it was christmas day so at this time tian yu was uh went to the gym and was on his way back (laughs) and so i looked up the vet place first to make sure it's close to us and it was it was like less than 10 minutes drive and i called in as well just to tell them uh, i might be coming in and are they still open are they able to take the bird in and they said yes um so yeah i told tian yu and we basically brought the bird to the vet um Again, they took us took down some information, and also they asked me if I found them through this wildlife rescue group or the other group, uh, which I forgot the name of. But if I can find it, we'll add every we'll add the information below so you can have a look if you need. Um, and yeah, they basically just asked if I uh, were contacted if I were in contact with the wildlife rescue group, and I said I was. So they said, okay, then that's all good. They will just pass the information they would they just took the animal in, in immediately and because it's still covid um i didn't even have it was contactless basically i just stood at the door someone came and took the box with a bird in it there's another bird on the balcony yeah there's always these noisy <laughs> miners on my balcony this is just the local bird in the area and they always check out my veggie patch um because that's I think that's dying <laughs> yeah it's dying because of the bad weather recently the weather is really nice. No, it's it's either too um, too much rain, which is no sun, or it's too hot and like searing sun. Okay, keep going. Sorry, I forgot where I was. I said okay. So the vet took the bird in, and they said they all get in touch with the wildlife rescue, and that was basically it. It was so simple. I didn't need to follow it up afterwards or anything. And of course, there's no charge at all. So in case that's um, one concern of yours to uh, yeah, when when you are, I don't know, leveraging whether you should help an animal or not. Keep in mind that 
sending it to the vet and reaching out to wildlife rescue, there's no charge, absolutely no charge at all. They will handle everything. Um, you just need to get in touch and bring the animal to someone or someone will come to you and help the animal. Mm. Um, so I think this is also another reason um, that Tianyu was like a little bit concerned about how we help the bird uh, because he thought like we would need to, you know, get use out-of-pocket expenses mm. and it could be very complicated, etc. But actually the whole process was super easy. Um, the call, everything was like less than five minutes and we just dropped the bird at a nearby vet and mm. it was... A Christmas miracle. <laughs> and we named it Pig. No, we can't name <laughs> because it, but it's not ours. But, uh, oh yeah, they also asked for, um, so again, if you are ever interested in doing animal rescue, another question they asked, and also this is, I found this information online as well, which was you should always take note of where you rescue the animal. For us, that was super simple because... Um, we go there all the time. Yeah, we go there all the time, and it was just... Um, very easy for us to remember the location. But for example, if you encounter an injured animal on a hike or you know in a park that you don't usually go to, you should take note of the Why though? location um, as close, as exact ah, as possible. Right. So when they re-release it, it will yes. be the place. Okay. Yeah, so it wants to put it back into its natural habitat. Um, <laughs> which for Albert was right out of a shopping center, <laughs> urban wildlife. Um, Is this your first experience rescuing an animal? It's not. So, and last time I helped a bird, I tried to help the, tr la uh, the last time I tried to help a bird, it was a completely failure. Uh, it was a complete failure. What, my English is so weird today. It was a complete failure. So this time I really, really wanted to make it work. Okay. Yeah. So part of me was like, Oh, this is my chance to redeem myself. Um, yeah. But I was glad that everything worked out this time. So, yes. yeah. You, do you want to talk about your animal yeah. saving? Yeah, because I think that also um, made you very biased about this whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. there was two... I rescued birds two times. The first time oh, it tried was... To. Yeah, tried to. Well, the first time it was baby birds. It was um, It was four baby birds that fell out of the tree. And I did not even see the baby birds on the on the lawn, mm. but the neighbor's big dog was barking and and never barks. Mm. So it, I was wondering why well, why is he barking? And he basically kind of give me an eye and tell me to look at that place. <laughs> and so cute. And I saw four birds. That's you know really like well they're like screaming basically. Still bold. Yeah, basically no weather, oh. like no feather. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what kind oh. of bird was it? I don't know. Like you can't even make out what kind of bird it is. Aww. I think there's parrots. Was it a whole nest that fell out? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and um, I, I really wanted to help because our vet was nearby, kind of. Mm. But I was really young. I, I was in year five, mm. and I don't know how to handle birds. Mm. So I ran home and asked my dad, and we got a box. Then mm. my mom and dad was busy at the time. I thought your neighbor came and helped you. Yeah. I well. I grabbed the box first, oh, okay. and then I really want I really wanted to, to help the bird, but my mom and dad was busy at the time, so I ran down again and and tried to put the birds into the box. But I don't I I really don't know how to how to, how to handle the bird. Wasn't it in a nest? Can you just move the entire nest? No, like the nest was a long way away, oh. and and the birds was like Fell on out the, of the nest. on the lawn basically. Okay, and there was some blood on the legs as well. <gasps> was it hurt by? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And um, so my neighbor came out for a cycling, and she's like, "Do you do you need any help?" No, I asked for help, but my English at the time was not really good. I was like, mm. "But help!" Mm. <laughs> and um, so she basically, and she turned out to, to be a vet, <laughs> luckily, yeah. and so she took the bird, and I don't, yeah, maybe they got saved. Yeah, well, that was pretty good of an experience, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And okay. the second time it was, was a turn off. yeah, it, it was a really big turn off. <laughs> and um, so we, I was, I was at the backyard of our house, and mm. I saw a a what do you call those? The the ones that goes cockatoo, uh, a big parrot. <laughs> a cockatoo maybe. You can um, look it up. Australian cockatoo is it? Or you can just look up parrot with yellow feather on head. No, it's not a cockatoo. It's um. It's, oh. Yeah, I know it's not a cockatoo, but I also can't remember the, the those birds that goes bleeding like like when they fly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know those. No. There's so many birds in Australia. Wow. I thought you were talking about those big white parrots with yellow. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. That's called a cockatoo. Okay. Cool. Anyways, whatever. It was yeah. a, it was a bird, but. It looked, but the wing was broken, mm. and the wing was like, it like like he can't even put it down. Like like it it was all the way up, oh. like one wing, and oh. he could not fly at all. Of course. Okay. And I told my dad, and so my, how did you find this bird? It was just basically walking in a backyard and okay. drinking our swimming pool, basically. Right. <laughs> and um, so I talked, so I told my dad, and my dad helped me. Uh, trap the bird into the box, and yeah, I took it to the nearest vet. But the vet at the time it was near cl- closing time, mm. and I don't think that they wanted to really save the bird because they told me that the wing is a very delicate area. Mm. You can't really help them. Um, by the time that they heal, they probably die. Mm. And so they said that if if it doesn't turn out well, it, we have to put the Put the bird down, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it was probably the best scenario instead of the bird um, trying. I'm gonna to talk about this later, but you can continue with the story. I think I think it was the best scenario if if you know the bird can't heal and put down. Otherwise, you know, uh, like a bird that that can't fly and is in pain of a of a broken wing, it will die because of hunger. It will be even a no, no, no! Death. Just finish your story, and I'll talk about That's why. It. What do you mean? So you didn't do anything? I took it to the vet. The vet p- put it down, basically. Okay. Were you yeah. there when they put it down? No. So they just took it. Yeah. And they told you they might put it down. They might put it down, but they called me after and said we had to put it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the same day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I. Also wanted to comment on this because, again, in my research online, this time of how this. How to help the bird. Um, also, I'll put the link below. Um, but it said that often, if you take the bird to any local vet, um, especially very small clinics that have no experience um, handling uh, wildlife, especially wild birds, they will actually often recommend um, euthanasia. Is that what? How, is that how I say it? Yeah. Yeah. They often like actually recommend you to put it down because um, even when the but has a chance of healing because they simply do not have the knowledge to help it. 
And sometimes they may not even know、um, who to contact or what, like how to get professional advice. So they should definitely not be your first point of contact. You should always consult a、uh, wildlife rescue group first, and they will advise you on what's the best approach. Okay,、mm. so it's very very common thing that they will、um, offer to anyone who just brings any, like. Non-pet wildlife into into local small vet clinics, those without capability to actually help them. Yeah,、right. well, which is a reasonable thing for them to offer because they are, I guess, doing what they can for、mm. the animal. However,、um, uh, yeah, if you want to really help the animal, you should always try to see if there are other options available. Okay.、Yeah. Yeah. So after I found this information,、um, yeah, I was definitely more sure about what I need to do,、mm. and it turned out pretty. I think the、uh, resolution. And I had a question: Why、yeah. did the pigeon o- always poop in the watering bowl? Um, I think no, it was it was pooping everywhere, not just、okay. in the bowl. So, yeah, birds can't control defecation. I know that they can't control, but yeah, and it was just shuffling around. They always the poop, um, like. At the white spots. What do you mean? <laughs> like whenever you have a white car, it's always more. Most... No, that's just because it looks more obvious. No, it just, big. No, birds poop with a reflection. I was told. No, I I don't understand. Okay, okay. maybe that's why. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So that no, was. No, I also、oh, wanted to. Do you have something to add? Yeah. Now you just cut me off. Sorry. Sorry. Keep going. Oh yeah, so yeah, because we were saying this was kind of like our Christmas miracle、um, amid yet another, I guess, tricky COVID situation here in Sydney.、Um, I just wanted to. This is so. This is definitely not our traditional kind of Christmas, even though we don't really celebrate Christmas either. You know, coming from Chinese backgrounds.、Um, But however, when I was little,、uh, my mom did pretend to be Santa and give me presents every year. So、okay. I wanted to ask your experience about that. Right. Did you ever have? I believed Santa? Santa until year two. Oh, okay. So it was also because your parents gave you gifts. Yeah. It was like, like um, it's often that time.、Um, uh, like when I finished school, my grandparents would al- always pick me up,、mm. and no, not year two, year one. Oh, okay. And then. Yeah, yeah, one definitely, yeah, one. Okay. And then my dad would pick me up from from the grandpa's place. Yeah. And during the way back, he would always say, "What do you want for Christmas?" Santa <laughs> is listening to you right now. <laughs> he could have been more obvious. <laughs> and I, I, I often did not know what I wanted. Oh really? I always. I was always very very specific. I always wanted like CDs and DVDs. Okay. For TV shows and Pokemon.、Mm. Yeah. And did you get those? Yeah, I got the entire box set of the Pokemon, up to episode five hundred. Wow, that's <laughs>、yeah. pretty good. Yeah, and、um, so yeah, was it only it. one time?、Or、That was my most m- like、oh, memorable ones.、Okay. Yeah, and other Christmas presents I can't really remember. Yeah, same. Yeah. But I did really strongly believe in Santa. I believed in like acting well and that all that kind of thing. I didn't. I didn't yeah, believe in that. Yeah, when I was little. I didn't believe、um, in that. And I think I also wrote to Santa sometimes as well.、Um, and yeah, that's also one of the ways like my mom got to find find out what I wanted as for Christmas presents.
Mm. Um, but I, I think Did it was you know around. How to write then? Y- in primary school, yeah. Oh, you believe China even in primary school? You said you stopped believing in year one. Year one's primary school. I stopped believing probably like year two. Okay. Year two was for like did, for the last time. Did the students in your class not talk about Santa? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, th- is that how you found out? I, I can't remember. <laughs> But um, it was someone that told me Santa doesn't exist. It was your mom and dad. I think they were trying to make me emotional, but I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're going to be grateful to your parents. I'm like, no, you just destroyed my childhood. Oh, <laughs> wow. They actually want you to be grateful. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much the same feeling yeah when i found out i was kind of like shocked and it was <laughs> it was like kind of funny because um so that was yeah i think i was in year two and i was telling my so after christmas it was in the new year's and in new year's we our family just always you know get together or have a meal together or something like that and so i met with my uh grandparents and my grandpa on my mom's side um I was talking to him and I was t- telling him about the presents that I got from Santa that year. And I was really happy and excited, whatever. And then he suddenly said to me, you know what? I can give you the phone number of Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 yeah, he literally said that. And I was like, I think I thought at the time that he was joking. So I was like, really? Like, yeah, sure. Give it to me. Like, I thought he wasn't being serious. Um, when he told me my mom's mobile number, <laughs> I thought he, I really, really thought he was just joking until my mom freaked out when she heard him do that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, dad, what the hell are you doing? Like, she just got like, yeah, she just, you, you know, my mom, she yeah. just like, guess kind of worked up about these okay. kind of things. And that's when I realized that it's actually the truth. <laughs> mm. Like, if my mom, like, passed it off as a joke, I wouldn't have found out on that day. Mm. But, I mean, it's okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it didn't okay. really change okay. anything. Right, right, right. I think the point that I know Santa is not real, like, pretty confident, <laughs> is when my mom and dad bought me a shoe and said it was from Santa. The shoe turned out to be too big. So my mom took me, <laughs> <laughs> took me, took me to the shopping mall and changed the size. <laughs> With the receipt that from that I didn't see also. the receipt, but <laughs> but I had to change. I just change change the size. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, that yeah. didn't happen with me. But oh, there was once that um, my mom and I went to somewhere like on a trip or something during Christmas, and then uh, so that year I didn't get my Christmas presents. Oh yeah, another thing is my mom always. Uh, <laughs> how did you used to get your presents from Saint? Under the bed. Okay. So for me, it was in my wardrobe. And it was like always um, in the morning. So in the morning, I always get up and I go to the toilet. (laughs) And then when I get back from the toilet, my mom would say, go go look in your wardrobe. I think like maybe Santa put your present there. And so like after I pee, if I open the wardrobe, (laughs) the present will be there. So I'm pretty sure like it's every every Christmas Day morning, my mom just like, when I go to the bathroom, she'll just put it in. <laughs> like, ah. let me open it. My mom and dad will always like tell me, to, not tell me to, to go find it. I will try to find it myself. Yeah, same. Yeah. I would always like check before I go to sleep. So that's why my mom would always put it, hide it like after I get off. Okay. 
Yeah. No, I think my mum and dad worries until I unsleep <laughs> and put it under the bed. Yeah, because sometimes I get so excited that I would wake up in the middle of the night to try to find it. So I don't mm. think that would have worked for my mom. And also my mom really likes sleeping, so she wouldn't have sacrificed <laughs> her own sleep for that. Mm. Um, um, yeah, but I was saying like for one Christmas, we went away on a trip during the Christmas time. So I got the presents late from Santa, mm. as well as a handwritten note like that was saying um, uh, like, oh, you were a good girl this year and... Um, I know, like, you went on a trip, so, like, here's your belated Christmas presents. Wow, your parents really try to no, make an effort. No, it's just my mom, just yeah. my mom. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, your mom actually tried, really tried to make an effort on, yeah. on the Santa thing. Yeah, and that's why, I guess, she really freaked out when <laughs> my grandpa just told me her phone number. <laughs> Wow, okay. Literally, my grandpa was like, do you want to just talk to Santa directly? I can just tell you the phone number. And I got excited for a second until, and then I started getting weird. Grandpa's going to back you on <laughs> <the> information. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything you want to add? No, that's all. Mm. We should probably move on to the main topic. All right. <laughs> so we've done 10 epi- 10, 11 episodes now okay. of the podcast. Released 11. Uh, when, we recorded when, 12 this is our 13th right what are you laughing at i don't know yeah 13 yeah. 13 yeah 13 one and we didn't really try to kind of reflect on how we did with the first 10 yep so this is our end of year kind reflection. of reflection yeah okay Bec- cool. and and you know because it's also the end of year we can also kind of re- reflect other things along the way too oh <laughs> <laughs> what did, did, did you actually had a chance to hear our first two episodes um i listened to a little bit yeah just okay. to check what it sounded like but of course at the time i found it really cringy so i didn't really listen to the full episodes okay because i got to edit right yeah. <laughs> so i have to listen it didn't at the time it wasn't as bad as i thought but now, after after editing like the episode nine or ten, I re-listened one. Okay, they were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. What do you mean? Like, what's bad about the first two, first few episodes? What changed? Just like the overall tone and the flow, how we talk, it wasn't it wasn't our normal voice. Oh. You, you can go back and listen no, to it's it. Fine. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe one day. Hmm. No, try, 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 like if we get to more episode, I think that will have a bigger, bigger, yeah. like a more clear. Okay, so that's what changed in terms of hearing it. Mm. What do you think changed for you when make for making them? For me, I didn't really notice any changes. Maybe <laughs> maybe the changes were kind of gra- gradual. That's why I didn't really experience any changes. But, but you for said, you, but you said it sounds different compared to the first or oh, do you think it's only me that changed <laughs> yeah you were the one that changed the most i would say okay what's yeah. different for me uh was i really awkward to begin with you were really um how do i say this most emotionless <laughs> 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 yeah. oh yeah because i um so after we told friends about this mm. i asked for you know their um feedback mm. and one of them said we have a monotone i think, <laughs> I think that, that he tried to start from chapter one no he listened to episode 10 and said, oh really we have a monotone. You, oh you should try to listen to the episode that's what i one. said too yeah um, um okay so did <laughs> how was your experience to doing the 10 episode 
so I think I told you this the other day,、mm. but um, at first when I said I thought podcast changed the way I do my presentations, at first I thought it was because it made my thinking clearer. Like it, I was able to put to, put my words together in a more efficiently, basically.、Mm. Um, however, like I think upon a little bit more reflection. I realized it was actually because I just got more comfortable speaking in front of a mic,、mm. if that makes sense. Because these days we do presentations online,、um, and they are usually recorded. You know, if it's for a conference. So whenever these situations come, I get very nervous. Of it's kind of like the spotlight effect, but it's not quite the same. I don't know how to explain, but it's basically the feeling of every little mistake I make here. Is going to go down in history, and、uh, you know it. It can. It'll just always be there, and it's gonna be visible to people.、Mm. Um, so that's one of the things that I was initially scared of by of、uh, speaking in front of this mic.、Um, yeah, the fact that it's going to always be recorded, and someone listening may be judging my mistakes. You know. Okay. Um, but gradually, I just got more comfortable. I I will say that, of course, I still can't ignore this mic a hundred percent. But maybe on my better days, it's only thirty percent there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, which which is enough, I guess. Okay. For now. And the point that I wanted to make was talking talking in front of a mic is very very different talking to no mics.、Mm. And whenever people. Whenever people like when they speak, they speak very naturally. And as soon as the recording button start to flash, then they just turn into a different person.、Mm. I find that out the hard way when I was trying to shoot videos.、Mm. The way that I was in front of the camera, God, I was awkward. But、mm. <laughs> yeah. well, everyone says it's hard.、So. Yeah, it is. It is. It it is very hard.、Yeah. I think that the mic one is actually a lot more easier.、Yes. I think with the camera and the mic, you gotta. You gotta be very prepared on where you're looking at. Yeah, and, you're just more、mm. self-conscious about more things. Yeah, yeah, because at least for this, it's just the voice that's recorded. We can sit however we like, you know,、mm. dress however we like, look whatever、mm. we like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>、uh, but yeah, if if it's in front of the camera, I would definitely get more nervous as well. I don't know if we'll ever try that one day. I think Tianyu wants to, but I do want to. I'm not ready. Yeah, we'll gradually go 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 into it. <laughs>、yeah. Hopefully, and that will actually be more fun when we have guests. I feel like,、mm. yeah, because in, the interaction will be more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for me, the main thing that really changed is the editing part. Really changed.、Mm. So so for the first two or three episodes, I the editing process was quite long. Mm. I, I got How long did you take to for a one hour thirty minutes for 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 a one hour episode? I'll say I have to take about two hours to edit,、mm. and now for a two hour episode, it will take me about an hour episode, like like to、Ooh. edit. Yeah, that's a pretty big improvement. Yeah, I I learned something about you know playing back with a one point seven five speed. Mm. Mm. And it, so initially、like、you were editing in normal speed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I have to. I was kind of really, really、um, precise about the gaps. You know how how the space between our 
our silences have to be cut out and、oh. make everything perfect. But now I kind of ignore a lot of that. And、yeah. I don't think that you can hear too much difference. <laughs> oh, I <laughs>、right? thought it actually makes it more natural, maybe. Um,、uh, maybe, but um, yeah, I, I, unless it's a very big silence, then of、mm. course I have to do something about it. And um, yeah, and the pro process becomes more fluid.、Mm. And and also, I think the quality of just our recordings got a yeah, little bit better. Yeah, we don't have to too, cut、yeah. out a lot of the bits as well. <laughs> yeah, and but um. <laughs> I I I had so I was editing on one point seven five speed,、yep. but now I have to drop back to one point five speed, because one point five seven five speed. I, I was at the borderline of I can understand what we're talking about,、mm. and but、um, now we have to pinpoint a lot of like the contents that that you really want to post on Instagram.、Mm. So I, so I have to listen、I'll、about get the, around to that. <laughs> so I I have to really. You know, be engaged on what we are talking about and mark the time <laughs> timestamps under the timeline. Right.、Mm. So、wow. it's it's a little bit longer now, but but it should be fine. Yeah, thank you for doing that. That's okay. <laughs> I think it would have been a pain for me to try. No, to... no, no. Like it's、uh, like it like the editing software. I'm kind of pretty confident now. Oh and,、uh, yeah. Did you actually have any recommendations or advice for beginners, beginner podcasters? Yeah, beginner podcast use Audacity. Mm. Okay. Don't don't use anything else. And if you're on a Mac, try GarageBand, but the audio quality is not as good as the Audacity one. Okay. And um and is Audacity the software free? Yeah, free. It's completely、oh. free. Oh, that's、yeah. nice. And that's why I recommend it. And basically, all the features that you need, um,、mm. to beginners to intermediate and to some advanced ones, it、mm. has all in there. Mm. And what's the difference between beginner, intermediate, and advanced podcast? Right, beginners they don't really care about audio quality. They just want to do some cuts.、Mm. And intermediate, where they actually want to do a bit of a noise, like a background noise reduction.、Mm. For example, like if we don't edit this, there's gonna be a very slight、um, electric hum. For for example, like aircon、mm. and even some inner inner what like voices. Like you get this electric, very low hum. Okay. And for intermediate ones, you can cut those out.、Mm. Basically, do like a drag and then a noise reduction, basically.、Mm. And for advanced ones, those guys go into the waves and <laughs> to look at how you can maximize the audio quality of the voice.、Mm. For example,、um, the best one I know is is done Da Da Vinci once. Or DaVinci、oh. Resolve ones、okay. is where there are five points, and、uh, you gotta drag up and to test audio quality. Right.、Mm. Okay. So more detailed as we advance. Yes. Like the final result, you get the voice that is a lot richer,、mm. and you get a more a more a more sexy voice. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> right.、Mm. But if you don't compare side by side. I don't think it will make such a such a difference.、Mm, yeah, especially for beginners, when you just want to put something. Yeah, yeah. Don't、mm. worry too much about quality and the tech stuff. Yeah, but I'm pretty, and that's something I think that we actually did did very well at.、Mm, I think we yeah, kind of balance out the、yeah. quality and not over <laughs> over concerning about the quality of our of our of our podcast. I'll say our our audio quality is. Pretty good. I try to keep it as best as I can. Okay. <laughs> right? Would you say yeah, so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree.、Mm. 
Mm. And um, I say that we were pretty consistent. The good things that we did, pretty like consistent in terms of how publishing podcast. Oh right, yeah, yeah, we're pretty consistent. Yeah, I guess. Like for a for a um side project. Yeah, Yeah. for a side project. Not bad. Yeah, and our main goal here was to keep going. Um, so yeah, so. Mm. Does that make sense? Like at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the moment, doesn't really matter if we um, do not have amazing, I don't know, life lessons. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Okay, sure. (laughs) And um, and the other thing that I think we did pretty good at is we haven't checked the stats yet in depthly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's still our rule, right? Mm. We, it's closing to the half year mark soon. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a bit surprising. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if we made twelve episodes, that would have been around three. I don't know. Twelve episodes only three more. Mm, three months. So thirty-three months ago. Okay. Oh, so you're you're saying halfway mark? Yeah, halfway okay. mark. Right. Kind of close in my in my book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and um, yeah, and also the other thing that I think that I did really good is mm. that about a podcast hosting site. Mm. And um, there were a lot of free options out there, and for example, like Anchor. Mm. Um, but what I researched into it, mm. Anchor turns your audio quality downwards. So Why? if you do this, because they're free, okay, they can't. Um, so Storage? for example, <laughs> yeah, like that they don't really care about your your thing because uh-huh. we provided you for free. Yeah. And so what they have their thing is that they can publish your podcast, mm. but if you're published by Anchor, they own your podcast. Mm. And the sponsor you get, you can still keep. But a lot of things, you have, uh, you don't really have a control over it. Oh, and, wow. and as well as, and in addition, like if we record this amazing quality audio, mm. but they would downgrade it to a lower yeah. quality file. Okay. So every month we pay a fee to to a hosting site we can share it i think transistor yeah we can so we can use this kind of also as a advice or experience Mm. of beginner transistors ones is um it's about the media price range Mm. it's about 20 dollars a month Mm. and 20 australian um, dollars yeah 20 dollars 20 27 australian dollars a month i think it was okay and um yeah just the entire package to me is more appealing to me. Mm. Of course, there are other other great options out there. Mm. People can just look at which one is more most suitable for them. Okay, but what would your advice be for beginner podcasters if, if you if you if, if you just want to get started? Or, or actually, like, what is uh, what are some of the? So you said the entire package was more appealing to you. Mm. What are some of the uh, like key features that you looked for? When the you key features is like whether the podcast will be kept forever. Oh, okay. And how many times can I post a month? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times they only restrict, I think, two, uh, like 100 minutes a week. Oh. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. So like, for example, like Buzzsprout, they actually limit that. Mm. And of course, the price is a big, big one because some of them cost about 50 a month. Mm. <laughs> that, well, there's no way that I'm going to pay 50 months for that. Yeah. And, and a lot of them charge more for the stats that they provide oh mm. so for us do we get stats we get um basic stats okay like we can see the, the percentage of the listeners like which like which which country is it from right and, and which platform is it from 
And if we ever stop paying for this hosting mm. site, is our podcast still gonna be? It's still gonna be up. Oh, okay. And if we ever want to like move the that the podcast to a, a to another hosting site, you can do that like like just with one click. Mm. So yeah, I'll happily pay that mm. price for the convenience. And you would recommend for anyone starting? Yeah, Transistor is a good one. Mm. Or like I mean, recommend using a uh, paid hosting site yeah. in general. Okay. And but if you are really low on budget, Anchor is a great option. Yeah, for a start. Yeah, yeah. if you just want and plus Anchor, you out. can you can start with Anchor and move your p- p- podcast to another hosting site. Mm. It will a just bit, be a, a bit later on. Okay. Yeah. Just some sacrifice on quality. I don't think people can actually hear yeah, the yeah, difference yeah. in quality. Yeah, I know. Anyway. But just but, yeah. making the notes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, mm, I had another question. Well, it kind of slipped my mind as well. But oh yes, so um, I guess this is kind of like in the general era, and we probably don't know enough about this, especially so far, like because we're still beginners ourselves. But I guess I wanted to ask you, how do you feel podcasting um, compared to other kind of content creating? Right, um, it's the easiest form of content creating, right? Because, okay, so what I mean well, by easy, well, depends on what kind of person. What I mean, well, what I mean by easy is, um, there is no like there. Well, there's no a video to edit, and video is a very big part. Okay, but we have to edit the audio. What about? I feel like creator. Okay, let's put let's list some of the YouTube short videos. Yeah. Oh, okay, long videos, Ooh, yeah. short, short videos. Short video is definitely easier. Uh, some people go a long way for their short videos. Okay, true. But that's like also advanced. We can't compare advanced short video to beginner podcasting. Okay. It should be like advanced medium level podcasting. for everything. Yeah, yeah. it should be okay. like same level. Same of, level. I would still you know. say podcasting is the easiest. But I think maybe blogging is easiest. Okay, blogging is definitely most easiest. Yeah, yeah. but just... um harder to reach an audience maybe it's harder to reach an audience yeah yeah mm. and yeah but if that's where you want to get started sure mm. and you can do a lot of things simultaneously i mean you don't have to restrict yourself to only one right i feel like the good thing about um blogging is that uh like i don't know how to word it properly but for me maybe this is a personal thing as well um but for me blogging one advantage was always having access to the thing in written text okay um it's searchable basically i think that's something that's very attractive for me and i think also for just wider like creators in general um ali for example in his videos talked about how most if not every single content creator will need someone to help them digest things, put them, put their videos or podcasts into um, text format. And, you know, right. whether it's blogs, whether it's just summary posts or pictures and something, I'm trying to do that myself. We are trying to do that ourselves. Uh, but yeah, I feel like having the text searchable format has its advantages. Yeah, definitely. Tame, yeah. Like every single episode published by Tim Tim Ferriss mm. the script is all underneath it right? exactly yeah and yeah. it just makes it very a lot more searchable mm. 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 for yeah for us if I don't know if, if anyone wants to try and look for the keywords in our podcasts 
it, they still need to at least include the title in order to find an episode, and then they have to listen to the yeah. episode in order to find out what we I, I what where we mean. talked about it. Yeah. So that's why um, I'm trying to I'm brainstorming about other ways to make it more more accessible. I'm very sure there's an app that can. Yeah, we're still basically we're still looking into yeah, it. We okay. we need to we're learning about this as we go, and um, maybe we'll share progress um, mm-hmm. on the podcast one day. But um, yeah, but if if people search for things in text on Google, they're still gonna it's still gonna be a lot more easier uh, to find blogs, mm. um, short videos. Maybe it depends on the quality, right? And also depends on the content. And I think that short videos is gonna be the next one. It's already okay. So the yes, according the, to the recent news, yeah, TikTok already has a more views than Google. Right? Yeah, it's not views. It's Searches of bandwidth, <laughs> not bandwidth. No, um, you know, you know what I mean, like screen time, exposure. Yeah, screen time than was than it than Google. was it screen time? I'm not I sure. I feel like it's searches or like use okay. use time, right? I yeah, click because more I clicks, think, more yeah. clicks than Google. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, nowadays people's attention is yeah. pretty short. Oh, attention span. There's actually a book about this. Oh, that I wanted to talk about. Like, is it why are you always distracted or something? I haven't read it myself. I haven't gone around to it. But mm. yeah, it talks about how, why hum- human minds are just basically made to be distracted all the time. So that's why uh, these short video platforms are so successful because they serve that purpose exactly. Mm. You will never get bored and you will never get enough. And that's why that's it's <laughs> toxicating. Yeah. Okay. Intoxicating. Yeah. Mm. Now let's move on to the next one, shall we? Yeah, yeah. We can talk about attention and stuff next uh, week. We talk about some of the things that we did good. Now, is there anything that comes to your mind that we did, 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 didn't did do particularly well at? Mm. So for me, yeah. losing the episode, losing one episode mm. was a big no-no for me. Mm-mm. And um, But it was on both of us, like I told you last time. <laughs> yeah, okay. So now we actually fixed the problem, I hope, to mm. try to prevent as much as we can. So mm. at the start of every single recording, we would format our SD card and make sure that's a brand new SD card. Mm. Do you actually know how that happened? No. Oh, okay. Exactly. So <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Like on the website, it's basically saying that um, try your best to format your SD card at the at the start of each use mm. to minimize the risk of that happening. Mm, okay. Um, Anything for me, else? I guess I... This is... <laughs> okay, I can see what you mean by reflecting on the year in general. Okay, this is definitely a more... a very general reflection on the bad habits of cash. But I always want my systems to be more optimized. Uh, and I never quite got there, especially this year some of my good habits and systems definitely got destroyed. Um, and for this one... Wait, okay, so th- wait did you mean that optimization is good or bad? Good. Okay. I want okay. to optimize my okay. system for each project that I'm working on. Mm. Um, and still learning about this, I guess, work in progress. Uh, but in particular for the podcast, what I mean by optimizing system is having... Uh, blocking out time, dedicated time, um, making it a habit to do this consistently. Um, you know, it could be prep work. It could be um, reading stuff for the podcast, for, for things that I might want to share on the podcast and taking note of my reading. It could be um, actually, you know, going back and taking out 
um, taking out some of the interesting things and putting it in other formats to share on social media or a blog post or something like that. All of these things I wish I could have done more of, but I never really, quote unquote, got turned around to it because I never put made this a system. And okay, fine. New Year's resolution, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> originally, because we're going to post this on the new year, like near the new year, and um, so I was thinking that we can do this as like, what is our New Year resolution? Those cheesy ones. I never... Uh, okay. Because we... I could just went on this break and I wanted to be completely free of using my brain. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. But basically, I wanted a break from thinking about this kind of stuff. But oh, I guess I never really stopped thinking about this kind of stuff. Okay. So it came up. Of course, it came up in this podcast. Oh. Okay, fine. Tianyu was right about this. Yes, I'm always right. Uh, but at least, all right. Um, how about we put it this way? Like, this is going to be my New Year's resolution for the podcast project. Sure. Okay. Um, so the point here, the goal here is I want to block out a time for doing podcast-related things. Okay. Yeah. And it could be anything, but I'm going to be gonna make try to make no not try just i will make this a habit okay and i will try to improve my podcast system my mm. my does that make sense i will try to optimize my podcasting system project system ah oh, i don't know how to say it yeah i think Again. blocking out a time is the like is a starting point yeah right? and then things will become more fluid as it goes yes mm. okay. and there are already so many things that i want to do i just the, you know the saying like how it goes like you never go and find time you just make you just block out time right yeah okay yeah so for me in the new year mm. um i was i'm kind of worried that in the near future we're gonna get eventually we're gonna eventually run out of topics to talk about mm, i don't think so well you say that now <laughs> yeah like because because once I start blocking out time, <laughs> like I said, I get my um, I get my sparks from from reading what of, I. Of yeah. course, a lot of a lot of people do that, and like all the podcast people. But that come I on, we just made we've only made twelve episodes. I know, I know, I know, okay. I know. But all the content creators I hear that's doing this for always years, get the bot writer's block. Always get the. Inspiration block. Yeah, basically, at mm. some point. Yes, but that's not something that we and should start worrying about and, now. And, and that's why I thought um, Tim, Tim Ferriss was really, really smart at this mm -hmm. because they he doesn't need to think about the inspiration. Mm -hmm. he, he like he bring the inspiration to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's the point you're trying to make here? Uh nothing. I was I, I I'm kind of worried, but um, I think we are oh. nowhere near that point yet. Really? You you don't think we're ready to interview others? No. We, oh, you, you, okay. You ah, okay. So I kind of broke. Okay. Oh, so I've been thinking about this as well. Okay. And one of my solutions, besides reading more and just exposing to things and you know asking about other asking others etc., my other 
a solution, kind of like a solution, alternative solution to this was to start interviewing people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because do you want to talk about this? Because you wanted to start podcasting, you know, very initially, you wanted to start a podcast project about yeah. that, that. That's only interviews. Interview other people. Yes, and didn't turn out well. <laughs> it didn't turn out well, but it was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good idea that went bad. <laughs> that went bad, yes. But we can still do it. And now I think we are a lot more equipped and okay. we can actually do it. And That's the second point that yeah. I really wanted to, to make. If yeah. we want to have another person at mm. the podcast, the mic is a problem. Mm. Because for our recording Device. thing, Zoom, Zoom H5, it's only got two ports. How about we... Yeah, um, we can. We need to f figure out something. Otherwise, can we record? Can we use another one? Of a recorder. Recorder. Yes, we can. Yeah, and just merge the files together. Yes, we can. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, the tech side of things. I'm confident that we can always figure something out. Okay. People have done this before us. Mm. So we just have to look at what others did. Yep. Okay. So that's not going to be a problem. I'm actually really looking forward to trying to interview others. Um, okay. Yeah, because... I'm kind of worried for them because s maybe some of them don't have any a any experience talking in front of a mic. And mm. We're not going to force them into doing <laughs> this. Sure. They, of course, they're only going to... It's an invitation. Yeah, it's yeah, only okay, They will sure, only sure. come if they're, they accept the invitation and they right. want to try this out. And yeah, I think... We'll just, I think we can be good co-hosts, like yeah, good so. welcoming yeah. people. And we're, we're, we're pretty nice. Yeah, and we can help them out. Like, uh, for me, I will definitely tell whoever that wants to come on. Like, I was terrible at the start and mm. just don't worry about it. Mm. Yeah, you'll be fine. And the second thing that I really wanted to do, of course, is record this, or like that video of this. In the new year? In at some point, come on, the new by the year. end of twenty twenty two. Did don't know you want to do that. Not a full video. I will freak out if it's a full video, but I will can, consider just, like short videos. I'll just put the camera there, and you don't have to pay attention to camera. You just keep looking at me. Look at my eyes. That's what people say, but it doesn't work like that. Oh, so we're gonna need two camera angles. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I, okay, I have see, enough tech. See, like tech stuff. Like we will figure it out. But the okay, fine. It's. Not the tech stuff that I'm concerned about. Mm. It's the being on camera <laughs> that I'm concerned about. I think first, at the start, we only need one camera angle. Yeah. Mm. But really, you want to make this our New Year's resolution? I want to at least try it if we have the chance. Once you feel that you can do it, so we can, oh, you're going to do that thing, aren't you? Like, you're going to be like... <laughs> what thing? Am I a witch? <laughs> no, the thing where you're going to be like, we're just going to try and film it. We're not going to post this. Yeah. And then you film it, and then you show me, and then you're going to be like, hey, look, we already have the thing. I can try to edit this. After you edit, you're going to show me, and you're going to be like, hey, look, it doesn't look that bad. How yeah, about we, we just send so to effort. friends? Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, hey, look, it wasn't that scary. We're just going to make it public. Yeah, exactly. No, like, I'm not ready. That's going to be... Well, I guess it also really depends on the content of the episode. Maybe I shouldn't say no too early. I'm trying to be more open to opportunities. What are you doing, Cass? Okay, fine. 
Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Fine to trying it in the new year. By the end of 2022. At least try once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just At try least try it. once. Just try it. The keyword is try it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to try. <laughs> All right. So, what are the New Year's resolutions for um, TAF, the Training Out podcast? First is let's optimize our system. So we have more efficiency and have time dedicated to doing all the stuff that we want to do regarding the podcast. Yep. Number two is... Try to get one less, one guest. Okay. Yeah. We one can, guest. Let's attempt to interview people. Yeah. And number three is attempt to... Video. Yeah. Record. Okay. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. It shouldn't be too hard, right? Mm. A, a year is a long time. You say that and it flies by. That's how I've been feeling about the PhD. It does. I it still does. tell people that I just started and then I realize it's already one the year, end you're of the already. year. Yeah. I'm almost a second year PhD and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. Mm. Anyways, we'll probably talk about that at some point later. Yeah. All right. Are you, are you going to wrap things up here or anything? Any I don't other have thing anything to talk about. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah, actually. So we just gave a summary of our New Year's resolution. Mm. How about... um. We give a summary of the advice for beginners. What do you think? I think like because we talked about several things. Mm. I'll just I'll just try to say the summary, and you can add it add things in if you think I didn't um, do you justice. <laughs> so the first point was, I feel like the first point was a mindset point. It was like don't be afraid to get started and just do this. Mm. The second one was um, get a hosting site. Yep. Um, and the third one was, what was, what's the third one? <laughs> there was something else that we talked about. Did I miss something? So it it was when we said um, when we were talking about the goods. The what did goods. we do well? So we were pretty consistent. Yeah. We haven't checked the stats, audio quality, and podcast host. Podcast host. Mm. How we got oh, our podcast no. host? No, the third thing was um about the file. Okay, yeah. a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, 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 not a backup. Um, about how to f- format the SD card every single time. Yeah, like I don't know how to formulate because maybe that's just a problem to us, but maybe we can give it as like a advice slash warning to people mm. so they don't make the same mistake because like at the time it was pretty devastating. Maybe that would have been fine if, I don't know, if we had like 100 episodes, but because we only had less than 10, losing no, no, one no, was no, no, pretty no. serious. Like Tim Ferriss lost one episode. He was devastated. Okay, okay. <laughs> See, okay. So then then it's, um, it's devastating to lose an episode. So be careful about how you store mm. and handle your recording equipment. And uh, the thing that worked for us was always formatting our SD card. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm still thinking of a way of try to back up a recording. Mm, because right now we have to delete it every time from the SD card. Oh uh, no! Like if this SD card does not record, then we don't. When in one of the episodes of of Tim Ferriss, Tim of Tim Ferriss always said, "One equals to zero, two equals to one. Oh, yeah. So what do you mean by backup? Uh, Tim Ferriss has this thing where he hooks it up into another device. The, the other device starts to record as well. 
internally. Oh, okay. Right. I'm not sure how, how to do that. I, I'll look into it. But yeah,、um, yeah. Let's let's definitely look yeah, into like, it. Yeah, like just put like、mm. a very random recording here, and、mm. we can record. Even the audio quality is not as good, but、mm. it, it's but it's recorded it's at least. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he lost a, an episode by the interview. I think that, and I think that's why he was devastated because he、mm. actually planned the interview quite well, and the interview、right. went pretty well. Yeah. And he just got. The、oh, five hour、okay. lost,、right. and he was pretty devastated. Yeah, I can imagine.、Mm. Like for us, for our, <laughs> I don't know, little. Even we chat, feel、yeah. a little bit sad. Yeah, and it wasn't even a very serious. It was a quite 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 a chatty episode.、Mm. Um, and yeah, it's also for peace of mind. I think because right now, I think before we press the record and look at the episode saving on the on the SD card, we don't even know if it's there and recorded、mm. until we really stop. And save it.、Mm. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, as of right now, as we speak right now, we don't really even know if this is recorded.、Properly. I think I think it's recorded. Yeah, like like we think, but <laughs> we're not sure about it. So, yeah, okay. It will be good to have a backup.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll、and、leave it to you to wrap this up. And thank you guys for listening. And、yeah. um, Merry Christmas, and hope you guys have a great new year. And, and if you ever want to try content creating, go ahead. Just <laughs> this is just our encouragement. Just yeah, maybe、it. you want to make that your New Year's resolution. Yeah, Have a go. Yeah, a- any kind of content creation. Yeah. And did you want to talk about how you felt that、um, passive income? Um. Or not yet. Maybe okay. So how about just related to content creating? Yeah. Passive income. How how you、this? felt that um. When we finish one episode of、mm. recording here, the like the like the thing is f- forever there. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good knowing that they will um it will generate value on its own,、mm. even if it's not monetized. It、mm. will just it will generate the value on its、yeah. own. It's kind of like you know publishing a paper. I will say that's the closest other thing that I do to this. Yeah, and、um, when I talk to my friends, and they and he asked me, "Oh, you're starting starting a podcast?" I was like,、mm. "Yes." He's like, "Why do you start a podcast?"、Mm. And I was like, "I don't know because it's probably the easiest way to do a content creation."、Mm. And he's like, "Oh, is there a cash involved? Like, <laughs> like, do, do, do you make money out of it?"、Mm. I'm like, "No." He's like. Man, that's crazy! Why, why do you do it? And I was、oh. like, "Yeah, good question. Why do I do it?" But、um, money is not our main aim right now. Yeah, and also, I feel like this is kind of again similar to the idea of sh- long term. Yeah, we're doing this for, for, for the long term, and I look. And there up, are many reasons to want、yeah. to do content creating. Um, I feel like these days anyone can be a content creator, and. At the end of the day, even if this is not earning you cash income, you can still view it as a record of. You can still.、Um, so at the end of the day, like even this, if this doesn't generate direct cash money, you can still view it as just a record of your past. <laughs> if that makes right. sense. Right, and it, and value doesn't always have to be associated with money.、Right? Exactly. Yeah. And like like we said in our. Intro or description of this podcast. Experience is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We、mm. want to experience this, and、uh, maybe some of the things here we share might be even to able to help one person. I will be extremely. <laughs> I will be extremely happy if we can help even just one person,、mm. and also.、Um, 
maybe yeah it would be really nice to look back on this mm. and also we started this as a lockdown project as well thinking that you know maybe maybe COVID-19 is something that's worth worth a record of I don't yeah. know mm. yeah there's just many reasons to, to, to do this to wanting to, to share your experience mm. or just try this oh out. yes and we got our booster shot Everybody who hasn't got a booster shot, please go get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, they're reducing the amount of time you have yeah. to wait after your second dose. So if you're eligible, go ahead. Otherwise, I feel like there, there's going to be a um, long wait time again and yeah. get annoying. And I'm pretty sure people yeah. don't want to get into like a long, a lo- another lockdown again, yeah. right? Yeah, it's so get vaccinated, people. complicated. <laughs> Yeah, All stay right. safe. Yeah, thank Happy you guys for listening. Happy New Year. Hope the New Year is going to do us good, do us <laughs> better. Yeah, see you next week. See you next year. <gasps> Bye. Bye. <laughs>